Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The captain's run with Sam Edmund. He's not with us in the studio today, Miles Fitzner. He's back home. He's putting his feet up. As uh, as you join us, Miles, it must be nice just putting your feet up and not going to the races for a while. Uh, hello, Jules. Uh, hello, listeners. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to be back at the farm, but funnily enough, I'm actually going to the Narracourt oh, races today. I you thought, can't get enough. I thought, it, I thought I needed a bit of a, a reality check from, from the birdcage at Flemington to the front lawns and, and the bar at Narracourt. Uh, I thought I'd better go back and and get back to my roots. Now, we were just talking to a Collingwood supporter who was trying to defend their record of two flags in 64 years, saying, yeah, well, we lost five or six grannies by a kick or less. Now, it's a bit like you, Miles. You tipped seven winners the other day. You didn't tip eight. What happened in the last? Uh, <laughs> a funny story on that. Um, I, I sort of had the, the two horses all day and pulled the wrong rein in the last. And for those that know, you know, when you tip, you know, most days, it's a boyhood dream to do stuff like that. It doesn't come around. I was trying to think of an equivalent, Jules, of, of either getting a hole in one or taking a hat trick, but I think it's even rarer um, to tip the card. So I was, I had a really good day, but I can tell you I left absolutely gutted because you just don't get opportunities like that very often. But not to be, um, luckily enough, though, that um, the SEN track family and whoever was tuning in, um, they all went home with some money on the day. So that's more important than anything else and any any self-accolade. But I can't tell you how flat I was. <laughs> you haven't slept since. But you're in good form. That that That's the most important thing. So this weekend, Ballarat Cup, 2,000-metre listed event worth around $500,000. Uh, what do you like in this one here? It Look, it's a funny old affair, the Ballarat Cup. Normally they're, they're ultra-competitive and... And, and you really get some top-end stayers. And at the moment, um, we probably just don't really have them. And look, to, to give the field some credit, they've all done their things in their own right, but this is not a superstar field and really tough betting race. I think if the rain comes and it gets to a heavy deck, you, you've really got to be looking at Polly Gray, the Waller runner down from Sydney. Um, that would be on a heavy... Look, if you're staying in the soft range, you could probably shop around a couple like Lord Vladivostok or Banker's Choice, but... Um, a tissue is probably included in your quaddy numbers. They'd be the four I'd work around, but it's not really going to be a betting proposition for me, this affair. One, because I don't know what the track is yet, but if it goes to the heavy range, I'll be on Polygray at 750. I'll probably have an each way little go at Lord Vlad and just include Banker's Choice and a tissue, but a really tough race, the Ballarat Cup tomorrow. Group 1 circuit moves to Ascot in Perth for the Railway Stakes. Gareth Hall, the self-acclaimed Prince of Perth, uh, is over there. Great race, huge field. A bit of a spruik horse, Alaskan God, his favourite. Is that the way you're leaning? Look, you've got to, you've got to respect this horse. He's drawn um, pretty awkwardly. I thought he would have been shorter than this. Um, but with the, the draw out of 14, you've probably got to query... Um, really what's going to happen in here. It's, it's wide open. It's probably not a genuine bona fide group one. And you can tell that by a horse like Ironclad that's going over there uh, on the quick backup from uh, from running at Cranbourne. So uh, I've got Alaskan got on top. The barriers are real query for me. I, I think 
Uh, tricks of the trades, probably the danger. It's drawn in eight, um, number 16 for the Webster and Troy Turner camp. And then, look, I, I might even have just a small little nibble, too, on Ironclad. He's six from 12 on a good deck um, and three from six at the trip. And if he handles the quick back up, the, the trip to Sydney from Cranbourne and the flight to Perth, he's right in it. So Alaskan God, tricks of the trade, um, and Ironclad for me in the railway. But another one that's really probably... Not a huge big go from the betting front. Now, there is a little filly you love, Amelia's Jewel. Uh, I'm tipping that's the way you're going in the Group 2 WA Guineas. Yeah, I have to include Amelia's Jewel. She's short enough now. She's around $2.15. You can saddle up and go again. She cost us an absolute fortune at $1.55. Um, what do I think it was Cup Day uh, in WA, and we're all watching it at the Osborne at the Melbourne Cup after party or Kieran Ma's after party and cost us an absolute stack. But I've got to go again. She's a superstar. Um, and, uh, look, the only danger to her is Bustler, uh, around $4.50. You can probably even box those two up if you like in the, in the WA Guineas. They're the two. Snowdome to round out the numbers um, and maybe all the King's men. But uh, definitely uh, Amelia's jewel on top of Bustler in the WA Guineas. Uh, no racing in Sydney. The feature instead in New South Wales, Kembla Grange, the million dollar, the gong. It's a big field. looks pretty open. Uh, Flemington Carnival winner, Old Flame, is the punters elect. Where are you heading with this one? Uh, interesting one, this. It took me a while to work out while it was called the gong. And someone told me it was after Wollongong. So I felt pretty <laughs> stupid talking about that on air, uh, to be perfectly honest, Jules. But it didn't make any sense to me. Um, I'm with a horsey that I backed. Uh, a couple of starts ago when it won at about 20s or 30s in promise of success here. And it's drawn inside Karen McAvoy. I've always had a lot of time for this mare. She's only really lightly raced for her. She came down to Flemington and uh, and got rolled only by a couple of lengths. She goes back up here. I know it's a 1600 but $13.380. I'm going to have an each-way bet on promise of success in the gong. So racing in Queensland as well on the Sunshine Coast. City racing in Adelaide at Morfordville. Uh, best around the country this weekend, Miles? Uh, I'll give you a couple. We'll start at Ballarat. We've got a race 10, number one, um, detonator jack. This is going to be pretty well found, this horse. It's in the last there. Opened at four twenty. currently $2.70. Uh, and I would think that this horse will be probably starting close enough to $2 or two ten. Last start win at Flemington in the BM90 was superb. I know it gets weight here, but it drops back to an 84. It should be way too good for them in the last at Ballarat. We're then going to go over to Ascot. We'll go race five, number five, a horse called Snipperucci. That's going to be the best on the card in the Jungle Miss Classic over there. Uh, it's well only gone under um, once in its last five goes here. It goes second up here. Um, it draws perfectly in four. Brady Parnham aboard. Um, and I think we'll be way too strong for them there in Snipperucci. Uh, the race before, I'm having a little nibble on Zafira, and the race before that at Ascot, a tiny little nibble on Flying Missile. But um, definitely the best two that I've found around the country tomorrow are going to be race 10, number one at Ballarat, Detonator Jack. And then we go to... Ascot, and we are race five, number five, Snipperucci. For those of us who have never been to the races at Narracourt, what, what's the highlight of a, a race day at Narracourt? Uh, cold beer, Jules. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, cold beer. It's, um, it's a good little race club. Uh, they do have a stack of meetings a year. There's a lot of local trainers here, and when the track uh, finds up here, uh, like it has winter racing's always hard there because it gets so wet down here in the Green Triangle, but... The track's finding up. It's a beautiful spring day here at the moment, and we've had a really late spring, so the Narracourt Creek's running. I'm just about to go for a walk down. The creek runs through the back of our farm here, so we have to go and have a look at the Narracourt Creek 
uh, and then off to the Narracourt races. So if any of the listeners are in the southeast and want to stop in uh, in the southeast of South Australia and and, uh, and have an Oprah tin free or two with me today, I'm more than welcome to come to to the Narracourt race course, mate. Any local media about your return or any any races named after you today? There's got to be something, doesn't there? Uh, look, I might have gone to a sheep sale yesterday and a few people said, gee, I recognise that voice because that's where it all started for me, Jules, <laughs> at, the, at the sale yards here, selling sheep and cattle. Um, but, yeah, no fanfare, mate. Very <laughs> under the radar and uh, just, getting a, just getting a taste of home and a taste of reality. It's a long way from... Uh, from sipping an espresso martini in a birdcage, mate. I can't tell you, I don't think I've ever been happier than where I am right now. <laughs> ah, magnificent. Beautiful part of the world. Uh, Miles, uh, I was going to say enjoy your break. Doesn't sound like much of a break when you go on the races and still providing winners, uh, but enjoy it at Narracourt today. Thanks, Jules, and thanks to the listeners. And uh, hopefully, I think with those two bests, we can get a winner for you tomorrow. Beautiful. Miles Fitzer in great form, tipping seven of the eight winners at Sandown earlier this week.